Big boy on that play shit. What you know about me, tell me what you know about me. What you know about me, tell me what you know about me. What you know about me, tell me what you know about me. Tell me, tell me what you know about me. What you know about me, tell me what you know about me. What you know about me, tell me what you know about me. What you know about me, tell me what you know about me. Tell me, tell me what you know about me. Yo, what's going on, everybody? I'd like to welcome y'all back to another episode of the Chubby Rank Show. I'm your host, Derek Williams Jr., and I appreciate everybody for coming through and checking out the show. So, as most of y'all know, man, it's fight week for Canelo Alvarez. It's also fight week for Anthony Durrell. And in the UFC, you got uh, Cyril Gang taking on Rosenstrike. So, it's looking like it's going to be another good weekend for fight fans. But um, before I get into all that, man, I want to give a shout-out to Amari Wiss. In the Lady Hornets of Raver High School, they got the dub last night, and she put up 48, and they moving on to the third round of the Louisiana State Tournament, you feel me? So, um, just shouts out to them for doing their thing, bro. They been doing that shit for a long-ass time now, bro. And another thing they been doing is producing homegrown talent, you feel me, with players like uh, Malik Wilson. I think he was number one in Louisiana, like, last two years. Like, no, not last two years, but two years ago, he was number one in Louisiana. Michaela Wilson, she playing at Lamar University. Nashawn Ellis, you know, you know, and the list just goes on, man. So, um, shouts out to them for doing their thing, bro. So, um, man, yeah, man. Like I said in the beginning, bro, it's um, it's looking like it's gonna be another good weekend for fight fans. You feel me? So, having said that, man, y'all know I gotta talk about last weekend because some shit went down there, bro. You know, a lot of knockouts, a lot of good fights here and there, man. But, um, you know, I'm going to start in the UFC with Derrick Lewis and Curtis Blades in the main event. And I told y'all, I told y'all, I told y'all Derrick was going to knock his ass out in the, first, in the second round, man. I called that shit right on the right on the money, you feel me? I should have bet on that shit, to be honest with y'all. But, um, yeah, man, you know, and it, and it was a good fight, too. You know, Curtis Blades came out in that first round and he was throwing them bitches at Derrick. You know, he was piecing his ass up on the feet. But for some reason in the second round, he wanted to start wrestling, I guess, and shit. He telegraphed that takedown, man, and Derek Lewis threw that uppercut, and that was all she wrote. You know. And with that win, man, I could see them, I could see Derek Lewis getting a title shot, you feel me? Why not? You know, after John Jones get his crack at the title shot, because they already announced he the next he next up after um uh, Francis and Francis Ngannou, so shit. After that get, you know what I'm saying, after that business gets settled, man, I can see him getting a title shot. Why not? You know, he just beat the number two ranked uh, heavyweight. So, shit, they can do that. Or they can do him versus uh the winner of Cyril Gain and Rosenstrike. Or they can do the uh him versus Volkov, too. You know, that would be a good fight. Because, you know, Volkov was winning that fight before Derek Lewis caught him with the Hail Mary overhand. So, shit, man. He got He got options. Derek Lewis got got options, but if I was him, man, hey, set me up for that title shot. You feel me? No cap. That's what I need in my life. I was I'm I'm what number four. I was number four. I just knocked out number two, man. Bump me up to that number two spot, cause Francis and Gano number one. No, whoever lose gonna take a tumble down. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna bump me up to number one. And there you go. I'm next up in line, man. Let me get that title shot after John Jones. And there you go. I ain't trying to stay busy, shit. I'm I'm in the gym every fucking day. That's what I'm. That's how I'm staying busy. You feel me? So shit. Yeah, man. Sign me up for that next title shot. You feel me? 
But he did call out Alistair Overeem in a post-fight interview. But, man, y'all already know Alistair Overeem on the shelf for at least six months, bro, after uh, what Alexander did to him. And that shit was like, what, two, three weeks ago, man. So, yeah, that shit probably not happening no time soon, man, and shit. The way that fight ended, man, Alistair might fuck around and hang him up, man. So, who knows how that how that's going to turn out. But, yeah, as far as his next fight, man, Derek, Derek Lewis got options, bro. And if I was him, hell yeah, sign me up for that next title shot. But um, with that being said, man, we're going to move on from the UFC. And I'm going to get into this top-ranked ESPN card, you feel me? And, you know, you had Oscar Valdez KO and Burt Chelt in the 10th round. And he is now the new WBC Super Featherweight Champion. And he is also a two-division champion. And, you know, man, this is where I fucked up at right here, bro. Because I picked Burt Chelt to get the win, you feel me? I thought he was going to walk I thought he was gonna walk through uh, Oscar Valdez's punches, you know what I'm saying? Walk him down. Push him up against the ropes, you feel me? Get him up, get him up against the corner. You know what I'm saying? Get him in the corner. Um, you know, and just let his hands go. But shit, you know what I'm saying? That was not the case. Because Oscar Valdez came in with game plan. Him and Ada Reynoso, you know what I'm saying? He fought behind the jab that first couple of rounds, man. By the time the fourth round came, bro, shit. He hit his ass with a left hook, man. Had Burchell ready to go, man. But shit, Burchell got to his feet in the hell. He fought to the end of the round, man. And shit, you know, by the, you know, in a couple of the middle rounds, it looked like Burchell had got his legs back, you know what I'm saying? But it, that's what it seemed like to me anyway. Or, or Oscar Valdez was just taking rounds off, you feel me? But either way, man, by the time the uh, the eighth and the ninth round came, man, it wasn't nothing because shit, Oscar Valdez was hitting his ass with everything, man. I mean, you could see the, you could see the sweat flying off, uh, flying off Burchell's head every time Oscar Valdez hit his ass. I mean, he was... He was hitting his ass with some big-ass hooks, man. I'm talking about left and right, left and right. He was just hitting his ass with them hoes. And by the time the 10th round came, man, that was all she wrote. Because Oscar Valdez hit him with a left hook, man. Broke my boy down, bro. And that was all she wrote, man. Made my boy Bert Chill melt out there, man. Oscar Valdez wrong for that shit, dog. No cap. He wrong for that shit. But yeah, man. With this win right here, man. Oscar Valdez, you know what I'm saying, got the upset of the night. You know what I'm saying? He beat the number one guy at 130. So shit, you know. Sky's the limit for him, man. You know what I'm saying? He can do he can do pretty much anything right now. He wants to at 130. At least in my eyes, anyway, you know. And um, as far as his next fight goes, man, I can see them doing him versus Shakir Stevenson. You feel me? With Shakir being there in the crowd, you feel me, watching the fight. Hell yeah, I mean, and then with them, you know what I'm saying, supposed to be fought at 126. For the WBO title with Shakir being his mandatory and him vacating and moving up to 130. You feel me? I don't see no reason why him and Shakir can't get it on right now. That's a good in-house fight between them. You know what I'm saying? And he your mandatory for the WBC right now. So you might as well handle that. You know what I'm saying? Before you try to get fights with Tank Davis or um, or the winner of Heron versus Frampton. But yeah, man, a fight between him and Shakir is probably the next fight, you know what I'm saying, the best fight to make right now. And he said he want to stay busy, so um, why not get it done, you feel me? I can see that happening in the summertime. Well, yeah, I can see that happening in the summertime, you feel me? And as far as the winner shit, I got Shakir winning that fight, no doubt, you feel me? And I know Oscar Valdez done faced a better, you know what I'm saying, a better opponent, but shit. Shakir, I just think Shakir got the talent to get the job done, you feel me? 
So um, moving on to the Showtime card, man. You had Adrian Broner getting a unanimous decision over Santiago in the main event over there on Showtime. And um, with this win, this AB first win in um in four years. And um, yeah, man, the fight went exactly how I thought the fight was gonna go. You feel me? AB fall behind the jab. You know what I'm saying? Landed the right hand here and there. Um, tried to counter with the right hand too. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't really waste his punches neither. You know, I wish his punch I wish his um his punch numbers was up, but um other than that man, he 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 pretty much did everything that I thought he was gonna do. You know, and he showed flashes of him letting his hands go, you know what I'm saying, in like the seventh or eighth round. Um, credit to Santiago too though, cause he came in tough, man. He was throwing a lot of you know what I'm saying, he was really outworking A B as um at times in the fight, but a lot of a lot of them punches weren't really landing much, and um, you know a lot of that shit was on the elbow, or AB was blocking most of that shit, man. But um, other than that, man, I feel like AB did enough to get the to get the decision. Now, I don't know about a unanimous, you feel me? It could have been a split decision, but I didn't score the fight, you feel me? And I don't get paid to, so I'm cool with it being a unanimous decision because I done seen plenty of fighters get robbed before. And um, but I feel like AB really did enough to get the um to get the decision. You feel me? And you can tell how um Santiago Corner was acting in the twelfth round that that they felt like they really needed a stoppage to win the fight. So, and he said it in uh in the post fight interview that he he needed to um do more to win the fight. And with the point deduction too, that play that had to play a role in it. But them scorecards was off a little bit too, man. But um other than that, man, I feel like AB did enough to get it um to get the dub. And, um, you know, you got people that's probably going to try to brush this dub off of A.B., you know what I'm saying? Going to say some shit like, ah, oh, man, he fought a nobody and some shit like that. But the dude was undefeated, I mean, and didn't nobody know him, you feel me? I don't know him. I ain't even going to stunt like I know him. But um, he came in there like um, he wasn't no pushover, you feel me? At the end of the day, he wasn't no pushover. You know, as far as I'm concerned, man, this is a good deal for A.B. coming off the couch. After being at the ring for like a little bit over two years. And um as far as his next opponent goes, man, I can see him in there in the ring against uh against another against somebody else that we don't know, you feel me? Cause I ain't gonna stun. He still looked a little rusty, even though he got the dub. He look, he did look rusty. So I can see him in there again against somebody else that we don't know, which I ain't got a problem with. You know what I'm saying? He get that dub. Knock the rest of that ring, knock the rest of that rust off of him. You feel me? Then they probably do a fight with him and uh, Regis Progress, cause they've been saying each other's name lately. You know, and Regis said something after uh, after the fight, and uh, Adrian Broner mentioned uh, mentioned uh, Regis' name in the post fight interview. So, with both of them being under Al Haven, I can see them doing that fight in the future, man. But as far as a winner for that fight, you know, I'm going with Regis, man. Shit, Regis been way more active than AB, and I'm sorry, but shit. But yeah, man, I gotta rock out with Regis on that on that one, man. But it ain't like AB ain't got the potential to pull off the dub. You feel me? He get the potential still there, but he just gotta let his hands go. But either way, man, this is a good dub for AB, and I'm looking forward to the future for him. You feel me? And you know they gonna and you know you got people coming out with the uh with the viewer numbers and all that shit. Saying AB had low ratings and all that. Um, but shit, man. He got to compete with ESPN on free TV. They putting on a title fight. You feel me? Then you got the UFC with a heavyweight main event. You feel me? With two with a, with a fan favorite in Derrick Lewis. Come on, man. 
Of course you're gonna um you're not gonna do big numbers and you just now coming back to the ring after two years. And not, and you're not getting too much promotion as it is, cause I ain't really see no uh I ain't really see no posters or nothing for Adrian Broner until like the day of the fight, so you know what I'm saying? Of course you got people that's gonna talk shit about it, but either way he still did he still did good for me, man, and I'm I'm ready for the future baby. So, uh, yeah, man, last weekend had some great fights. And uh, coming up this weekend, we got Canelo Alvarez taking on Abney Yildrum in the main event over there on DAZN. And, you know, this will be uh, Canelo's first title defense since beating Callum Smith last December for the WBA and uh, vacant WBC titles at Super at 168. And he now unified at 168. Not long after saying that he want to be undisputed at 168. So he halfway through doing that. So. And only two more belts to go with uh, Billy Joe and Caleb Plant being the other two champions in the division. I can see both them fights happening this year. You feel me? And they already booked to do. They already booked to do uh, Billy Joe Saunders in the summertime. So that's three belts for Canelo right there. You feel me? And you know, um, I really feel like this is just a stay busy fight for Canelo. You know what I'm saying? Fight one of your mandatories early in the year. Go and get him out the way. Then you go into this fight with Billy Joe. You know what I'm saying? That's a unification fight. And then you go into another fight with Caleb Plant. That's for undisputed at 168. You win that fight. Now you now you undisputed. You know what I'm saying? You done did what you said you want to do. And yeah, uh, you know the last time we saw Anthony Yildrum, um, that was two years ago when he fought Anthony Durrell for the WBC title. And uh, he ended up losing that fight by by technical decision. You know he hit butted uh, Durrell and cut it and cut his eyelid open and shit. They ended up stopping the fight somewhere around the 10th round. And the fight went to the scorecards, and Darrell did enough to get the dub. You feel me? So, um, so with that being said, man, Yildrum is coming off a two-year layoff and a loss. And how is he the WBC mandatory? You feel me? So I, I don't really know the answer to that shit. Only they know the answer. You feel me? Man, it's it's pretty crazy though how you coming off a two-year layoff and you you getting an automatic title shot and you coming off a loss. If Adrian Broner would have got a shot at the title, man, coming off a two-year layoff, people would have lost their mind. You know, it's just a bad look for the WBC, you feel me? And um, not just a bad look for them, you know, it's a bad look for Canelo, too. And, you know, it's not his fault, you know, because um, he, he really um, he really stuck between a rock and a hard place, you know what I'm saying? Because he only got two choices, and that's why he's mandatory, which is Abner Yildrum, or drop the WBC belt, which he just won not too long ago. And that would be crazy of him to do, you know what I'm saying? Well, if he's trying to become undisputed at 168, so that wouldn't make no sense of him to do that. And, you know, with this fight being announced, you know, you got the fans coming out talking shit about Canelo, saying he cherry-picking and shit like that, even though he just fought the number one guy at 168. So, at this point, it really don't matter what um, what the fans think, because if Canelo want to be undisputed, then he got to fight this fight anyway, because Yildrum is his mandatory with the WBC. So, it really don't matter what they think, man. And, and if they not, you know what I'm saying, if they not, um entertained by this fight then shit just don't tune in you know what i'm saying but which most of them still gonna tune in because you know it's canelo fighting but um if you want to be mad at somebody you need to be mad at the wbc for naming yieldrum uh the mandatory for canelo but this ain't nothing new because he's been a mandatory for about two years now ever since uh benavidez had beat Darrell for the title you know they named him the mandatory for benavidez and him and benavidez was supposed to fight after Benavidez fought Angulo, but Benavidez ended up losing the belt on the scale, and then that's how it became vacant, and that's how Canelo that's how Canelo ended up fighting for it, 
when he fought Callum Smith. And that's how Canelo ended up with the WBC. And that's how Canelo um, ended up with Yildrum being his mandatory. You know, he inherited somebody else's problem. You know, my predictions for this fight, man, I think Canelo going to stop him in like the sixth or seventh round. You feel me? Yeah, I think Canelo going to get him up out of there. Either that's going to happen or the corner going to throw him in the towel. Because I, I don't see this I don't see this fight going all 12 rounds. I don't even think Yildrum got the tools to hang all 12 rounds with Canelo, let alone try to beat him. You know, because he got that come forward, toe-to-toe style. And that's going to play right into what Canelo want to do to him. You feel me? He going to land the counter right hand, land the left hook, and he going to land the uppercut and shit. He going to get Yildrum up out of there, man. So, yeah, bro, that's, that's exactly how I see that fight going. And then Canelo going to win that fight by KO. Then he going to go into the fight with Billy Joe in the summertime. Win that fight because I doubt Billy Joe win that fight. You know, I see a lot of people giving Billy Joe a chance or even try to, you know, speak up or, um, you know, trying to just at least at least speak up for him or some shit like that. But I doubt Billy Joe even um, put on a good performance. You know, he probably ended up doing Billy Joe worse than he did Callum Smith. But yeah, man. So I see him winning that fight, too. And then he go into a fight with Caleb Plant. Then he win that fight, and then he become undisputed at 168. Not even a year after saying after saying that he gonna unify at 168. So um, moving on from the DAZN card, I'm gonna get into the PBC card on Fox, where you are gonna have two-time super middleweight champ Anthony Durrell taking on Kyron Davis in a in a WBC super middleweight world title eliminator in the main event. And, you know, the last time we saw Anthony Durrell was against Benavidez in 2019, you know, around September of that year. And, you know, he ended up losing that fight because Benavidez, you know, cut him up real good. And the doctor ended up stopping that fight somewhere around the ninth round and shit. Benavidez won the belt off him and he became a two-time champ. You know, and uh, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all, man. I don't know shit about Kyron Davis, bro. I just know he's 15 and 2 and shit. He moving up to the super middleweight. And he got a couple knockouts on his record. So shit, it should be a good fight on paper. You know what I'm saying? But uh, man, I think I just think it's crazy, man, how dudes is getting mandatory title shots and, you know, and then title eliminator fights when they ain't did shit in the division that they in, you feel me? And you know, I know Darrell a two-time champion, but shit, he ain't he ain't fought in two years, you feel me? And he in his last fight, he lost his last one, you feel me? So shit, how does that deserve to be in a title eliminator fight? And um, you know, as far as Kyron Davis, man, you know, just cause he not known to me, don't mean he not known. But shit, you know, he moving up to a new weight. He moving up to a new weight division, and he ain't did shit in the weight division that he was in. So how does that, how does that deserve to be a title eliminator fight? You know, I just I just think that shit crazy, man. You know, but um. I read somewhere it's supposed to be this is not the only title eliminator fight. It's gonna be another one later on in the year with um David Benavidez taking on Ronald Ellis. And shit, they supposed to have the winner of this fight take on the winner of that fight. And then with that winner being the new mandatory for the WBC. So shit. You might fuck around and get um Benavidez versus the Real 2 later on this year. You know, and I think Benavidez will win that fight, you know, in the same fashion he won the first one. And shit, you might fuck around and get Benavidez versus Canelo. Shit, like a lot of people been um, asking for. At least that's what I've been seeing. So, you might, who knows, man? That's just me with a lot of wishful thinking, you know what I'm saying? With a little reach, stretch arm strong, you know what I'm talking about? But, um, yeah, man, that's what I got. That's, all I, that's how I see that happening. 
And um, as far as picking a winner for this fight, man, I got the real winning by decision, bro. I feel like um, experience gonna play a big role in this fight. You know, even with the two-year layoff, I still feel like Darrell got the tools to get the dub. You know, because Kyrone ain't fought nobody on the same level as Darrell. And I feel like, um, you know, that's the difference between the two, obviously, and, uh, and the age difference, of course. So, I feel like uh, Darrell got what it takes to get the dub at the end of the day. And, you know, he gonna turn it up in the championship rounds, and that's what's gonna push him to the dub. So, um, moving on from that, man, we're going to get into this UFC card with Rosenstrike taking on Cyril Gain in the main event. And, man, um, I don't know about y'all, but it seems like it's um, it's been a lot of heavyweights, man, you know what I'm saying, headlining the last couple of UFC cards that's been put on. You know, you had um, you had Derrick Lewis taking on Curtis Blades. That fight just happened last weekend. And then you had, um, who else? Damn, I, I forgot just that fast. You had Alistair Overeem taking on Volkov. And then you, then you got Cyril Gain taking on Rosenstrike coming up. And then you got um, Stipe taking on Francis Ngannou later on this year. So it's low-key been like a heavyweight tournament. You feel me? You know, and um, the last time we saw Rosenstrike was when he knocked out Junior Dos Santos in the second round. And he was just bouncing back from getting knocked out by Francis Ngannou. So, shit, he looking to get on a winning streak. You know, the last time we saw Cyril was when he knocked out Junior Dos Santos in the second round. So, with both these dudes getting knockouts in their last fight, man, I'm not expecting this fight to go past the distance, you feel me? Um, somebody going to sleep for sure. And uh, my prediction for this fight, man, I think Cyril Gang going to get it, bro. I think Cyril Gang going to stop him somewhere around the third, fourth round, you know? I just feel like he the more uh, well-rounded fighter. And he more precise with his strikes. You know, and he got a better jab than Rosenstrike, too. But um, Rosenstrike is the more experienced fighter with, like, 80 fights in kickboxing. So, and he got more, and he got that one-punch power. So, don't be surprised if Rosenstrike get the dub, man. I won't be mad either way. I just feel like Cyril going to pull it off. You know, and Cyril, and Cyril a better grappler than Rosenstrike, at least from what I saw. You feel me? He he got a couple wins by submission on his record. So, don't be surprised if uh, Cyril Gain wins this fight by submission. But um, this fight could really go either way. And um, say Cyril Gain do win this fight, he can go on to fight Derrick Lewis, or he can fight Alexander Volkov, or he can get a title shot after John Jones, you feel me? You know, it's just a lot of moves to be made up there at heavyweight, you know. And the same can be said for Rosenstrike, too, if he win this fight. He can fight one of them guys, or, or he can um, fight somebody else, because he did say he don't want a title shot if he win this fight. So who knows what he want to do. And um, the loser can fight Curtis Blaze, or they can fight Alistair Overeem if Derrick Lewis don't fight him, or if he don't retire. So, you know, it's just a lot of moves to be made up there at heavyweight, you feel me? And I feel like the heavyweight um, division is starting to become one of the hottest, if not the hottest division in the UFC right now. So, um, with that being said, man, I feel like the UFC going to be putting on the best card of the night, you know, because you got Angela Hill versus Ashley Yoda on the undercard. You got Pedro Munoz versus Jimmy Rivera on that card. And you got um, Alex Oliveira fighting on that card, too. And in the co-main event, you got Nikila Krylov versus uh, Mega Man Akalav. So, yeah, man, it's looking like it's going to be a good action-packed card all around, man. And looking like Saturday going to be a good all-around day for fight fans. You know, it don't matter if you're a boxing fan. It don't matter if you're a UFC fan. Shit, you could be both. It don't really matter because it's just going to be a good all-around day for fight fans, period. So, um, with that being said, man, that's all I got for y'all today, bro. I appreciate everybody for coming through and checking out the show. 
If you haven't already subscribed, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure you rate and review the show as well. If you got any questions or anything like that you want to send in to the show, you can email me at chubbyrankshow at gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram at chubbyrankshow. That way I can add that shit to the show, you feel me? But um, yeah, man, that's all I got, bro. I'm finna get up out of here, man. Y'all be cool. What you know about me, tell me what you know about me. What you know about me, tell me what you know about me. What you know about me, tell me what you know about me. Tell me, tell me what you know about me. What you know about me, tell me what you know about me. What you know about me, tell me what you know about me. What you know about me, tell me what you know about me. Tell me, tell me what you know about me. I don't see no haters like